What it is, what is up, what is good, gamers? This is Shonuff71, a.k.a. Digadulamite. Herba bling bling, y'all. And your auditory canals tune into episode 235 of the Gaming Vessels Podcast. And as usual, I'm not in the digital studio alone along with me. I got my partners in crime first on deck. It's Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror, a.k.a. the High-Res Lover. That's me. A.k.a. the Cat Daddy, a.k.a. that Gamer Step Daddy. How's it going, my friend? Hey, not bad. Just happy to be here. Um, getting back into the swing of things. You know, this is our second show of the new year, and I just know that it's going to be a fantastic 2024. And I really hope that your 2024 has been uh, super great so far you know and i hope you know keep this positivity moving into the rest of the year uh, i'm saying this as a person who is you know fully on board with uh play um sorry with the uh, xbox so <laughs> i am i i'll tell you a little bit i like uh, your tone uh, you say tone. that like someone who's trying to convince themselves no, not so much that. as someone don't trying say. to talk a, to es- espouse the the virtues of Game Pass. That's uh, just what I'm picking up. That's all I can say. Up. All I can say is 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 the I, I'm I'm I feel like I'm I'm I feel like I'm missing out. You know, I feel like part of me feels like I am missing out, and and I I I don't know. Let me just let me just let me just keep it 100. H- having played playstation and having that be my 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 regular driver for so long forcing myself to play xbox uh, has been a challenge it, it it has been a challenge so far we're in the uh we're recording this on the 21st so i have like a one more i have like 10 more days before you know it's over and i can you know freely go back and play the playstation and i <sighs> I, I I am counting down the days. Like I don't know what it is. But... I got plans. I got plans. So oh, I so do plans. I. So it, again, it's one of those things where where I'm looking at it and I'm like, I I feel like like if y'all if y'all like never played a PlayStation and and you and you've backed and y'all just don't know what you're missing or if you do y'all are y'all are straight up you know. I don't know, because I I'm straight up missing it. Like I am missing playing my PlayStation. Like I am missing it. Um, and and it's the it's the games that I'm missing. Um, it's the access that I'm missing. Um, I'm looking at the the titles. You know, I'm looking at the the games that I have that are PlayStation Five actual disc games that I have that I can play. Plus you know the the stuff that i have on um on the storefront and it's just i'm missing that interaction i'm missing that that feeling of 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 being part of 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 that community just 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 the dash i'm missing the dashboard folks this is i don't know so yeah. so given given the opportunity to have played my eyes to to the selection you know and and I, I, I just don't 
it's weird. Like I don't I don't know how people can fully divest themselves from from choice. Um, and by that I mean solely relying on a service to curate your games. Because there are games that I that I, that I wanted to play. Perfect example, like another game left, and that was and this is gonna sound stupid, but it was Turnip Boy, you know, ta- does tax evasion, and I wanted to play that game, but it left right when the new Turnip Boy game came out. Turnip Boy runs the bank, robs the bank, and I'm thinking, why would you take that game off, you know, if if the new game is is coming to Game Pass? So I'm thinking, okay, they did it because they want you to buy the game, and they figure, well, you've already had all this time to play it. If you haven't played it now, oh well. And I'm just like. I just don't like that. Like, I, I just don't like that arbitrariness that, that they have, you know? And it's just, I don't, I don't get it. I never liked it on Netflix. I never liked it on any of the streaming services. And, and, and the fact that this, for people to make this their main driver for, for experiencing video games, I, you know, with an, with an S, I, I just, I don't, I don't get it. I know, and again, I know you can buy the games. I know you can buy whatever you want, but it just, you know, and then, then the storage capabilities are not there. So technically, if, if you get one, you know, for the entry level price, you're not really that's not really an entry level price because you can't really unless you're buying smaller indie titles, any of the bigger games are going to eat up your 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 space. So there's just a lot of stuff that you have to do when when um, putting yourself completely in um, in in the Xbox ecosystem. and and I just I don't know how anyone can do it. Now, if you've if that's been your only entryway, you know, and say you got, you know, uh, Xbox S for your uh, from your from your parents or or you bought it because that was that's your price point, then that's that's what you do. That's what you got. That's that's how you live, you know. But but no, I I I, I don't I you know I I no. No, I, I, I think you might have benefited more by having a Series X, but even then, even then, I agree. It's just a point, it, you know, but then I wasn't going to buy any games for it, though. And that's the thing. It's like for yeah. this, you can rent series. games. You I know can you rent can. physical games. You know. Or you could uh, go to your. I'm sure if, if we got games here at our library, I'm I'm pretty sure they you've got a a, a library that has a bunch of games, and you could have yep. rented games from there and uh red box some games or or um what's that other service that uh they got they got um gamefly gamefly well the, the problem with the series s and i'm gonna say i mean series x right now is that the handwriting's on the wall as far as xbox and physical games i i, I don't have it in the news but uh, there's a story that tomorrow walmart's gonna pull all copies of starfield off the shelf they're just, penning, penning them out and returning them to Microsoft based on a request from Microsoft. So this is crazy to me. Like, which is crazy. That means they're so, doubling down on on digital media. And I'm like, can you like can you even like imagine? Like that's literally like that's it, folks. Like that's yeah, yeah, that's it. I I consider Xbox as a digital only platform. And granted, I bought some physical discs for Xbox One back compat stuff uh, at GameStop that was like five bucks, seven bucks, but um, yeah, that's pretty much a done deal. Yeah. I mean, uh, we have it in news, but uh, you know, Senua Saga Hellblade Two is all not coming out 
physically it's only coming out digitally so yeah but we're going to talk about that so we're gonna we're gonna talk about that i just want to give you a bit up a bit of update on on this because it's it's pretty um it's pretty interesting that's all i can say it's like for me i'm just gonna go say my piece right now too as far as how the endeavor has been for me it's like i've been enjoying myself but at the same time i do miss certain games i have on playstation that i don't have access to on xbox it's you know grand blue fantasy relink um once february 1st hits i'm going to be playing that demo pretty hard because i'm getting the physical from best buy and they're mailing mine on release date which happens to be on february 1st all the the bonuses i'm getting i'll get the bonuses off the demo on february 1st you are ready yeah you are look at you you are like I'm done washing my hands. You are so but, ready. but there's some benefit so to what the Xbox is doing with Game Pass, and there's games on there. Obviously, oh, yeah. I've got Diablo 4 from the library. I got Sonic Superstars. I haven't played yet from the library, you know. And uh, the games I've played so far are good. You know, I I think I could see myself going to Xbox from time to time if it's something yes. I want to play on the service or something exactly. I want to play digitally. You know, at some point, I am going to subscribe to Ubisoft Plus, and I am going to play Avatar. I'm going to play Skull and Bones. I am going to play Assassin's Creed, uh, the latest one, Mirage. Um, maybe dabble in the crew. Uh, there's plenty of stuff there that you know. New Prince of Persia. You know, I was tempted to sign up now, but I got plenty of other stuff that you know I'm playing right now on Xbox. I don't need to subscribe ubisoft plus just yet to grab those games but when i'm ready to play those instead of me going out to the store and you know buying the physical and having the the game not be fully on the disc to begin with i mean i just you know for ubisoft games at least they've publicly said that they want people to forget about buying physical they want people to subscribe to their service so guess what I'm not buying your games anymore. I'm going to subscribe to your service when I want to play them and unsubscribe when I don't want to play them and just leave it at that. So there you go. Yep. So, but that's a long way of just saying, Hey, (laughs) (laughs) that's a long way of just saying, Hey, I did it. I'm doing it. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. It's kind of fun. Kind of not. We'll get it going. (laughs) So, I hear a lot of copium in your explanations for trying to find it's like, I don't know, man. It's like, for me, if something is fun, you're not going to, I don't have to, uh, you know, like I'm passing a uh, passing constipation on the toilet, trying to find the fun in describing something. (laughs) It just roll. It just rolls out. Oh man, I played this. I did this, whatever. But it's like with with you guys, it's like well, uh, well when you when you get to the games that I've been you know playing, almost like a, yeah when you get I, to the, I've been enjoying games. myself. I don't. It's not anything. You know, I just need no, it's more. It's me. It's me. I'm not gonna lie. I'll keep it a buck. It's me. It is me. I'm finding it very hard to play anything else but Grim Dawn. Seriously, because I just don't like there's games on the service that I just don't want to play. You know, and it's like very hard for me. Because that's the that's what I've chosen. It's like, you know, the, the games that are curated for me, I just don't want to play. So, you know, that's for me. So it's been hard for me. And like the you first sounded like I... Bruce Springsteen after e- after <laughs> eating some tacos. <laughs> <laughs> well, I... <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's just a lot to say that you'll 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 get more of this when we get to my when we get to my uh 
my my playlist. We'll see more. But I don't want to cut you off, Joe. If you have something that you want to say. No, no, I, I, I said my piece. I mean, I I'm on this little journey. I'm enjoying my trip, but you know, I want to be able to mix in other platforms in my gaming diet. But um, I've opened my eyes to the Xbox a little bit more. I've got more use out of the Xbox in the last three weeks than I have in like since I own the the damn console. So it's like, you Agreed. know, it's just, yeah, me too. I, I was just going to add that I need new friends on my friends list. Cause all my friends are prior like GH radio or current GH radio gaming host. And every time I see them online, they're, what are they playing? They're playing YouTube TV, Paramount TV, uh, max, server. So it's a, it's a, it it's is, all there. A, it is a streaming box. It's like yeah. a very expensive, a uh, very expensive fire stick or something. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. You know, I don't know. <laughs> so I, I need I need more friends on the Xbox playing actual games and wanting to uh, join yeah. parties and so. You just, on, need so. To, you just need to go back to. PlayStation. <laughs> you need to go back home, sir. You need to go back home. Take me home, PlayStation, bro. Oh, Take me home, lordy. All right. So how you been, Kev? All right. Uh, well, uh, let me let me let me let me finish the intros here. How you been? <laughs> okay, our show is a no go without Trader Joe, aka Jabroni Chief. Yeah, yeah. But you might also know him as the Food Max of Gaming, who can maximize your gaming dollar. How's it going? It's going good. I'm maximizing my dollar by not spending any dollars. So I'm enjoying all these stream games on the Xbox Game Pass and getting some rental games. I saw some games go up on sale, and I'm like, eh, nah, I'm good, bruh. I'm like, I'm good. Yeah, I'm so, cool. so plus he's saving for a trip to Japan. So we're gonna be terrorizing the streets of Japan and mm-hmm. their uh and the and the um. The video game <laughs> places. I'm have to, oh, even I'm even have when to we go, guys, I, with some money. I'm have please to do, you guys, with some money. Please okay. do, you know. And uh, and if it's not too crazy, I'm gonna put it out there, you know, for our listeners. If it's not too crazy, you want us to look for something, let us know. You know, we'll we'll do our best. But but again, do that sparingly. Don't be crazy. We are on vacation. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm just saying. <laughs> Don't go crazy. Yeah. I want a super gun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, uh <laughs> mm, I think we could get a super gun right here in the US, dude. But you never know. Like they want that Japanese box. You know. <laughs> so we got, you know, Japanese shipping money. <laughs> Japanese <laughs> super gun box money. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you know. Suffice to say that just don't go crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I may send you with some, maybe some relatively easy to find, but hopefully not uh, bank breaking uh, Saturn used Saturn yeah. stuff. But yeah, I don't even know. know. I don't even know if that exists in Japan. Anymore. Oh, it does. It does. It does. Yeah. It There's does. YouTube videos. I'll mm-hmm. forward you some videos. It's know, crazy. Like, like I'm really, the... I'm really excited and and and, and wanting to look. You know and Given how how uh, how how much it has uh, proliferated, uh, gaming stores like there's actually gaming stores that that are straight up like, yep, we know it's what we know what you want. Here you go, you know, and they charge you an arm and leg for it. So you got to really kind of go to the into the not into the cuts cuts like in the into the you know back backwater to find like places, but but some of the more places that that are hit normally they 
like folks know what's going on and they yeah, know the, the, tur- the touristy places yeah, you know they, they i'm know going stuff. to go to akihabara and you go all and like half the people are there are tourists yeah no nah, yeah. so they know but but we'll, yeah, we'll we'll definitely will be keeping our eyes open for folks yeah okay all right so that's gonna bring us to what is always our first topic on our docket that being the playlist All right, so uh, Trader Joe, why don't you kick things off? What you been playing, man? Okay, yeah, as far as the games on my list, all from Xbox, of course. Uh, the main driver's been Grim Dawn Definitive Edition, so uh, I've still been playing that with Des. A great Diablo-like action RPG, great uh, you know gameplay if need be. I had to kind of retweak one of my characters um, based on a guide on there, and basically both of my characters now are like mainly like uh, range gun based characters on there still enjoying it um we haven't been playing as much this past week as we had in, in weeks past but i'm looking forward to diving back in um played a little bit of RoboQuest with des on here this is a kind of first person roguelike um uh first person shooter with like a kind of a colorful like uh, motif to it you are it's got a, almost a comic book style too because yeah when you, when you fire the guns you see the brap 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 and the and the and the daka 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 like you see you see those words come out of the gun. So it's really cool. It's it's very very it's cell shaded, very 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 smooth gameplay. Very smooth gameplay. I think that you would like that, Kev. I think I think I think that's one of those games that I'm like, okay, like this is this is damn fun. Yeah, it's like a very arcadey. Uh, like you can imagine, you take Doom Eternal or Doom. Uh, it's that fast movement with mm-hmm. the moving the camera and whatnot. But it's definitely um, more lighthearted, and if need be, you know, with a shooter. Of, of course, you're just shooting like little robots out in the in the environment. You're picking up random guns. It has, does have that roguelike element to it. So the levels do get progressively harder. You wind up, you know, dying and then rinsing and repeating. So. Uh, there are some like uh, lines you could actually grind on it, and so there's some verticality to the levels too mm-hmm. on here. So, and uh, we played like about maybe 45 minutes. So we just I took a taste. I, I didn't like make it a main course per se, you know. But uh, it's something that's early access. It's on Game Pass. It's also on Steam on here. It's on PlayStation platforms currently right now. I think most of the Xbox early access stuff are always going to be exclusive as far as access i think they have a platform exclusive rights if need be so but i think it's worthy of a download and worthy of uh, giving it a shot so um, i would agree played some diablo 4 i got that from the library and lo and behold you know i already linked up a previous uh, my blizzard account to my xbox account so literally my playstation the characters i had on diablo 4 on playstation were all sitting there waiting for me on the the xbox so it was just kind of crazy to think that uh cross-platform play and cross-save actually works effectively you know i didn't have to do anything because you know, i already relinked my um my epic not epic account my uh god what, what's what's the activision blizzard oh uh i can't remember oh battle.net sorry yeah there you there you go my battle.net account was linked up to my xbox handle already and so Pretty much, I was ready, ready to rip, and the game looked just as good on PlayStation. And you know, once Diablo comes out on Game Pass, because it's going to come out, it's a, a, a ABK game on there that 
Yeah, there's a possibility I might just play on Xbox. I might just look at my physical disc, say, okay, GameStop, give me 30 bucks for it, get my 30 bucks in credit, and just play it on Xbox because I'll be able to cross-platform play with anyone I could, you know, once I get the itch to go back in and dive in and my characters are, you know, able to go back and forth between the platforms. So There's no so, reason why not. Yeah, doesn't it doesn't seem like... Uh, prohibitive on there. Um, I played a little bit. I fired up Exo Primal. There's season three of Exo Primal that just came out this past week. Uh, I think on game night, I literally, I fired it up and I started getting a little tired. I was getting sleepy. I was in the tutorial and Desmond said, "Want to play some Grim Dawn?" I said, "Sure." So that's where I was at with Exo Primal. So. <laughs> so. Well, let's be let's keep it 100. What happened was I I loaded it up. I downloaded it and I was going to play it with the man. Yeah. This thing made me sign in to so many different things. And because I don't, I don't really use Capcom on Xbox. I had to sign on through my Capcom thing, Capcom thing. And I didn't know what my Capcom, you know, ID was and all this other stuff. So I had to reset all of my passwords. I do all this extra stuff. And then, and then they wanted me to sign into like Xbox, um, Microsoft, and I had, I was like, you know what? I was like, you know what? I think we're gonna have to play some Grid Don, sir. He was like, okay. So I was yeah. Like, yeah. So, so yeah. yeah. I'm not pulling teeth, you know. I'll play that on my own time. I, I'm still fire. wanting to play it. Um, I did decide. I did buy a physical copy of Exo Primal. Uh, but I looked at that, saw it's on Game Pass, saw that it's an online-only game. I remember what happened with Babylon's Fall. I have a game disc for Babylon's Fall that's worthless because of the fact that they pulled the servers off. So there's no need for me to own the physical game for Exo Primal. It's not like I'm going to get the itch 20 years from now. So oh, oh, let me play some Exo Primal. I'm old Joe over here. Oh, 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 oh. I'm old Joe. <laughs> All that stuff. So I'm not going to be able to play Exo Primal once the servers get shut down. So guess what? I'm just going to play on an Xbox Game Pass where I have access to. It. And if they decide to pull it, then I'll have to decide if it's worth right now. It's on sale for $30. So imagine paying $30 for Exo Primal. So no. Yeah, I'll be but able hey, to. It's your money. It's my money. Yes, of course. But right now I elected to trade it in. I got more money back uh, than what I paid for it because I bought it from Gamefly because, you know, I am the maximizing my gaming value over here. So smart man. Um, I basically just decided, okay, this is a service game. This is on Xbox Games Pass. My desire to own it physically. Why do I have a desire to own it physically? It's it's It should be up in the cloud like it, it belongs on there. So, you know. That's why I said Excel Primal. So, also played a little game on Xbox Game Pass called Ghost Lore. That is a um, God. What what country was it from? Des? I totally forgot. I want to say Indonesia. I think it might be Singapore too. Or Indonesia. Singapore, yeah. Yeah, so Singapore. I think you're right. So. I think it is Singapore actually. It's a small indie title that has like kind of Diablo leanings, very old school isometric, um, fluid gameplay though. You know, it's something to where I think you. I actually might like it, Kev, because of the fact that it's very intuitive. If, if it, the combat really flows in the game, so it's not just like Diablo 3 where it just gets boring and <laughs> whatnot. Obviously, it's not going to be to where it's like anything like a DMC or anything like that. It's, it's definitely an action RPG in that element, but uh, it's kind of arcadey in its gameplay, and it has like a, a south, like a kind of a ghost ninja type vibe to it, too. So 
So I kind of like the motif and everything going on with it. So it's on the service. I probably wouldn't have discovered it otherwise. So kudos to Xbox for throwing on the service at least. Uh, Mm -hmm. Made me aware of it. And um, that's pretty much all I've been playing besides Pal World. So me and Des dove in. And, you know, that that game we kind of talked kind of a lot of ish about. (laughs) Last episode, yeah, we, we Pokemon with guns. I'm there day one. Yeah, we we did try it. So I'm laughing because it's so like that's literally what it is. And I saw this person, this uh this guy, because you know the, the, like if you haven't heard of Pal World and you're a gamer, then I don't know where you've been because it, that's everywhere. Like it is literally everywhere. And yeah. the I saw this one uh video about it. Of course, people are making video because like content is content. And this one creator said, it's Pokemon if created by, created in the USA. And it had this picture of like a Pikachu with a gat. And I'm like, (laughs) oh my God, that is exactly what this game is. Mm. Like, Mm. it is literally like, I think, and it's really weird. I think that like Chinese folks, you know, no disrespect for nothing, but y'all wrong for this. Y'all literally look and said, they did a focus group was like, hmm. What do Americans like? Well, they like cute stuff and they like guns. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's why we. That's how we got Power World. The game is just bananas. It is just, uh, it's just so silly. The game is just silly, and it's yeah. fun. That's the problem. Is it's, yeah, is it's, it's super actually, fun? Yeah. It's actually fun. I, I can understand if it was like, you know, like shitty, but it's actually not bad. The systems that they put into it are, are good. And the reason why the systems that they put it into it are good is because it's been done to death. Like that's the one thing, the one critique that I have about it is every other every other place has every other game has done it. It's like five or six different games smashed into one to create this sort of parfait of 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 tastiness. And and that comes with a whole bunch of caveats uh, that we're going to talk about later regarding, you know, AI, regarding, you know, intellectual property, regarding all this extra stuff, you know, and 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 the, and just regarding legality. But if you boil it all away and boil it down to its essence, it's a fun game. It looks OK. It runs OK. And it's a fun game. So, yeah, I mean, it, and we're playing it on Game Pass. And I think we talked about um, as far as steam uh it is 26.99 which is bananas you should not be paying as much for this game though in in early access number one so so for that i am super happy that i have it on game pass there are some detriments to the xbox version though which we'll talk about in news yeah but so one of my detriments because we're basically i mean joe and i played the same game so i'm not really going to i'm not going to really rehash grim dawn and RoboQuest because you know that's what up but but pal world this was the first time in my life that um I really felt like I I I was playing on a potato um when when I was when I was playing on my ass. Like, oh my lord. And I know people are gonna be like, well, let's not optimize. It's not this. I'm like, I don't care. This this thing is supposed to play on a tablet, and you tell me you y'all can't render like rocks? Like y'all can't render grass, and then Joe will send me pictures from his ex, and it's all lush and green, and I got damn like like it, it literally looks like a pillow instead of a rock. 
Like, like, what am I playing? And it's so so sad. This is the first time in my life that I was like, oh, no, (laughs) this is not good. (laughs) It's probably worse than Switch, right? Uh, I think it's on par with Switch. I think it's on par with Switch at this point because it's just the textures are just so low and the pop-in is crazy. You know, and I'm thinking, and that, and that's just how it looks. The gameplay, again, is solid, but the way it looks on an S, whoo-wee, I don't know what they did to it. Sir, or you're what. playing on a toaster, not a it, potato. It, it really, like, I don't know. <laughs> Seriously. Instead of a savory steak, you look like Banquet. It's yeah. like some Salisbury steak. It was something. Like, but that gravy looked hella dirty and... <laughs> The potatoes were cold. It was not. It was not nice. Like I was like, y'all are just that little dessert. Dessert was all mushy. I don't get it. Like I really don't get it. You know how they could, how there could be such differences in in gameplay, and not gameplay, but so much difference in how it looks. You know, and and it's not like the S is a is like a bad console, you know. It I is just, a bad console. The S is weaker in some respects than the One X, in some respects, bad. in some technical areas, and I think those those technical areas are coming to play yep. as we move as we have moved into this current generation of games. The One S is not a current gen level console. No. It, it just isn't. Yeah, that, I think this was the first time. That, that that comment you just made rang true when I was playing this game because I'm like this shouldn't be this shouldn't be pushing the system as as much as it is right now something's going wrong so having said all that it's a fun game um, I've I've enjoyed my time with it um, I do believe that they will be adding more to it I just really hope that this company um, does not abandon it like it's done some other things because it's known to to do that but we're going to talk more about that in the um uh in in the uh the news so joe do you have any thoughts about this game well i just to let the listeners know as far as my gameplay experience i was playing in your instance so i yeah. did not get a chance to like do any of the base building because there's a considerable amount of pals that you collect you enslave your pals to do your bidding they're all sitting there like toiling wow. away at rocks and uh you know they're yeah, happy think, to do it. Yeah, they're happy to do it as well. So, you know, I can't, I can't, I can't wait for the mod where they start singing old Negro spirituals <laughs> as they're slaving away. Well, well, the cool thing about it is they can't get caught because one of them is like a wool, a woolly type, a woolly type, you know, palmon or whatever they're called. So, yeah, and it's just the things like you can literally, like you can. You can literally come in and and butcher them and feed them to each other and just <laughs> it's just this really crazy thing. So yeah, bitch, I'm sorry. It's bananas, yeah. So yeah. it's just crazy. Like And you know, we, we talked about prior to the recording of the show, but yeah, you can catch humans in this game. <laughs> <laughs> you could put humans at your base, you yeah. know. You could sell the humans too. So yeah. Uh, there is a pal which happens to be number sixty nine. I forgot the name of the pal, but it's kind of uh, a, love something or another. Yeah. It basically, its its main trait is that it loves the breed and it will breed with other pals and also with humans. Well. Yes. <laughs> it basically got tired of breeding with pals and then started breeding with humans. And it's this mm. love 
this yeah. love born dinosaur looking thing with like hearts and stuff and just it's, it's like just they, all over like they took like you know uh Megan, Megan, or like uh, Nicki Minaj, and put her like in a Pokemon version or something. So. Yeah, seriously, I'm telling you, these is it's wild. It's wild what they've what what they did, and then and then some of the some of the names of the of the the Poke, or the pals, the pals are just they literally. It seems like they like took two things that that were representative of of the pal and said, that's what we're going to call it. There's like this Firefox thing. And they named it like Fox spark. And I'm like, <laughs> come on, like at least, at least try. Uh, so, was again, it like Penzuka. I forgot the name of the penguin with the guns. Yeah. But, you know. And, 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 uh, mall, uh, Malami or something. It's, it's just, yeah. It's just these weird, weird ass names. I'm like, so, please, just try a little old, harder. I, I recognize there's some elements from Breath of the Wild in here, as far as oh, yeah. you know, your cooking and other things. It almost feels like a, like a, uh, some sound effects seem like they're straight ripped from Breath of the Wild. The dungeons kind of are. Yeah, probably are. I'm not gonna yeah. lie, like this is this is a straight up, this is a straight up copy and paste in some instances. You know, I think this is like a copy and paste set through like a paraphrasing machine. I mean, like, here you go. So, mm-hmm. but that's and what's so sad about it. That's what's so sad about it, though, is yeah. because it's because it's it. I, I want it to be good and it's fun, but like, there's so much like ethical stuff that you can get bogged down in instead of just enjoying the game if you really wanted to, because it's crazy. And if you just don't go on X, because like folks are just flaming each other like crazy because of this game. And I'm like, you know, and I'm just like, I don't like some of it's right, you know, but I'm like, I can't really be in that conversation because like I'm enjoying it. <laughs> so it's like, but, yeah. but it's can't like, wait for the song of the South version. We you know old, old black man singing about Br'er rabbit. <laughs> Have you yes. have your have your Br'er Rabbit uh, pal coming yeah. down? With I'm not sure of, there's with other a jug games of molasses that... <laughs> with a jug of molasses and tar. He's not lying. And so. some feathers. I mean, there's lying. other games that do have like you know creatures out there doing work for you, but it's not as blatant as this game. So. I think that's the problem. Oh, no, it's not going to be in the base game. It's when the mods start showing. Oh, I know. No, I'm it's just when saying. It's the mods start showing. Yeah. But but again he's but again there there are other you know capture games out there and there are other you know stuff out there that is so this is very derivative of all this other I'm probably stuff. Probably giving people ideas, so I probably should shut up. Yeah, you never know. Because <laughs> obviously well, if you're listening, you, you're like yeah. you're right, you're right, sir. You know, uh, I, I'm sure racists love our the gaming vessels podcast. So. <laughs> you never know. No, you never. We never know who our listeners are. So thank never, you for listening. <laughs> But yeah, we probably will get some weird briar rabbit thing because they'll be like, "Hey, it's it's expression," and you're like, "Okay." Well, um, you know, right now I don't know if I'm going to continue to play. I mean, I'm dabbling with it right now. I'm in Desmond's world. I haven't started my own instance. Um, I'm kind of waiting. I'll talk about it more in news, but there's some issues with the Xbox version specifically. That's not uh, as updated as the one version on Steam, and so yeah. uh, I might just wait until you know. Uh, the actual version on Steam is available on Xbox to kind of go from there. So yeah, the the non-potato version. Yeah, 
<laughs> well, anyway, that's. I think that's a. I think that's a wrap for what Joe and I have been playing because I literally, we literally have played the same thing. It's been, if anything, Joe and I have gotten much closer during our Xbox time. So yeah, so we've been playing mainly almost every day. Because... Yeah, and it's been a lot of it's been a lot of uh, multiplayer, which is fun. I mean, I I, I yeah. actually admit, if I I'm glad that he showed up because if I'd be doing this by myself, oh my god, I would have been so bored. Oh, I've been so bored. But anyway. <laughs> Kev, what have you been playing, sir? So I've been playing a couple of different things, uh, literally a couple of different things. I saw another video for Steam Deck emulation for running uh, .exe files on Steam Deck, and I tried utilize. It seemed fairly straightforward, so I said, do I want to go back and bash my head against this wall again? And I said, yeah, I'll try it. So... It's uh, there's a there's a bunch of apps that are pre-installed on the Steam Deck. Like um, this one, this particular one is called uh, Lipris or Lip Lipro or Lipris something that starts with an L. Libro. It might that might be it. Yeah, I think so. And um, you set it up. The setup. I followed the instructions on the video. The setup was fairly straightforward. And it got my .exes to run, but I'm unable to map. I'm, I'm unable to properly map buttons so I can actually play the game. Oh. Like um, for like Double Dragon Alternate, it brings up the title screen. It brings up the options menu, but it doesn't let me map buttons at all i'm i'm using a and maybe it's because i i maybe i might need to plug in a an actual keyboard i might try that at some point um i right now i have a mini keyboard a, a bluetooth mini keyboard with a mouse function uh or or a actually a, a mouse pressure pad function uh to the side of it and I can do just about everything except right click. So maybe that that might have something I might need an actual functioning keyboard attached to it in order to properly do this. I don't know, but it, it's it's getting em, emulation on my Steam Deck has been a uh, an exercise in frivolity because number one, I have a very limited patience when it comes to PC. And basically what Steam Deck is, it is a it is a handheld PC. Um, the Steam part runs great. I mean, it's just a matter of loading your account onto it and whatever games you have or the you bought are the games that are going to be in your library. That part works fine. But to do the things that I really want to do with the Steam Deck for the the primary reason that I got it, it's it's been it's been bashing my head against a brick wall. Mm -hmm. So when you guys get yours emulated, I'm going to just take it to whoever y'all are going to and have it done. Cause I, I'm no, ain't nobody got time for that mess over here. So yeah, I don't blame you. It's <laughs> like a lot. Yeah. So, um, grand blue relink demo. Unbelievable. I mean, uh, it, it is, Poor Joe. That game is, it's going to be so dope. 
and it's it I've said and I've said this before I've said this before and I'm gonna say it again as hype as I am for rebirth Final Fantasy 7 remake rebirth I mean uh Final Fantasy 7 rebirth relink is is setting the bar bro for action uh, for action JRPGs it is setting a bar um do I think Final Fantasy will hit it? I think they will, and they probably will surpass it. I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt because of how good um, uh, Remake was. But Grand Blue Relink is unbelievable. It it, it is it is one of the, it, it is some of the most fun that I've had in a role-playing game outside of final fantasy 16 that's still the king of the cast still the king of the castle but man i have played most of the of the available cast in the demo uh i did the story i did the story slice and i did the multiplayer slice i didn't play with anybody i just wanted to concentrate on trying some of the different characters because um i don't know if you can do multiplayer in story mode but the way the demo presented uh itself you do multiplayer in quests yeah so players select whatever character they want to they want to roll with in a quest and then they go and they do you know and they they go ahead and run that i've played about three of the available characters. I can't remember how many that there are. I think there's something like five available in the demo to play as. Um, my main for multiplayer is going to be um, what's her name, Lamia. She's the 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 beast girl with the samurai sword. Uh, she she's deadly. She's Already deadly. picking mains, damn. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I got my main set up. She she can put things in in um, critical critical state it by just simply because she lands so many hits. She's not that strong, but she hits things so many times with. And she's got two different stances that you can uh, that you can swap mid combo uh, from, and you just lay on the damage. And then when you add into they went on ahead and added a whole bunch of. Um, uh, and I can't remember what they call. Them. I can't remember if they call them uh, medallions or. But, but basically, there are buffs mm -hmm. uh, that you can add on to your character build. Um, and I just just for just for funsies, I just put everything critical, like critical hit on on her, and she was just bringing stuff, br breaking stuff down like so quick. It, it just it just wasn't even funny. So there's going to be a whole lot of depth to your builds. There's going to be a whole lot of depth to uh, how your party is going to be outfitted. There are healers. There are tanks. Uh, there are there are characters that can that play kind of like a mid mid range role in that. I'm unfamiliar. I'm still unfamiliar with the character roster in Grand Blue, so I don't have the names down for any of these people. But the graphics, phenomenal. The the gameplay, 
buttery smooth, man. Just not a hitch, not a glitch, not a, it, you're getting every bit of them 60 frames per second um, in in this demo. It, absolutely unbelievable. So, I mean, this is a this is going to be an early contender for for my for for game of the year in my book. Um, like I said, it, it's setting the bar. For, Joe, for, Joe's all like, no, <laughs> it's no. set far. I'm Final good. Fantasy is 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 gonna have to put in, it's gonna have to do something to to outdo it. Like I said, I think in the end it probably will, but I'm giving them some benefit of the doubt here. But Grand Blue Man. is not to be slept on at all. At I hate all. to say it, but I'm gonna have to. I keep thinking to myself, it's like you know, when I'm done with. You know, my with Xbox, I think I'm gonna have to go and like buy myself like a reward. You know, and I think the reward will be like some PlayStation. Trade in game. the Xbox and go buy Grandpa. <laughs> trade in the Xbox. I'm not gonna trade in my Xbox. I still got a vowed coming, so I wanna I wanna play that. So uh, your potato, yeah. Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, and the only other game I played was Tales of Arise, making my way through that. Um, I still don't have the, I think my, my, the, the, the reason that I'm, I'm struggling with Tales of Arise is because I don't have the, the AI, I don't have a proper AI, um, setup hmm. with my non, uh, with my computer control characters, I've just been kind of going with the, uh, I tried creating a, a custom, uh combat what they call a strategy creating a uh creating a combat strategy and it's just as bad as as the base stuff that they that they mm. give you with so i'm probably going to have to go to the youtubes and uh look at what other people are doing with regards to custom strategies for this game because the bosses that that wipe out my party aren't that hard but because my computer control characters are doing things i really wish they wouldn't uh it's making things a little bit harder like um i'll i'll get down to half my health and i have plenty of uh health items that i can use and my healer will go ahead and hit me with a uh, with a healing spell and so by the time when we get the monster down to its last bar, of, particularly with a boss, when we get the boss monster down to its last bar of health and it's throwing everything in the kitchen sink at us when I really need uh, the mana pooled for for the healing spells, there's none available. And then we, we all get uh, area affected and we all drop dead. Um so I have to work on I have to work on figuring that out. And like I said, the bosses are not hard. The game itself is not hard, but I don't have my uh, my AI optimized really all effectively. So I need to do some research and figuring that out. But that has been what I have been up to this past week in gaming so with that said i'm gonna we're gonna move on to what is always our next topic on the docket the main event so des you got the mic bro hey everybody so yes uh, our first main event of the new year 
I love it. And I, we all love it when people come in and they give us their information and they talk to us about um, what we've been talking about. So please, um, if this sparks interest, please feel free to let us know your thoughts uh, regarding our main event. So our main event question this week is, what are your thoughts about gaming and AI? Is it good, bad, or inevitable? Share your thoughts and we'll talk about them on the next episode. So I'm going to go ahead and give my thoughts on this because I do think that this is a very touchy subject. And I think that people um, really get uh, into their feelings about this, which is fine. You know, art, while art is a, you know, sellable thing, it also, you know, creates a lot of uh, feelings that, uh, that, that come into it. And so, you know, feelings are valid. Um, but what are you doing with those feelings, I guess, is 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 the main thing that I want to bring up, because in my opinion, AI generated art is inevitable. I think that it will be something that uh, will not be going away as people try to uh, streamline their lives. And in order to get the most most for their buck, especially uh, they will cut corners. And let's be real. AI generated art cuts corners and it and it takes out uh, a middleman you know uh from from creating art and that in and itself is bad um when you are using it to replace people uh to save money um i think you're only getting you're, you're not getting the best of your money you're getting a it's like it's like uh i think it's like going I don't want to make it so crude to say like it's like, you know, McDonald's and a five star restaurant because the because you're going for a, a chef. But sometimes that's what it is. You know, you pay a little bit more money for for a, a steak versus at like a Milton's or something um, than you would for like a steak at, 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 a, at a, you know, a, a more cut rate thing. And I think that AI art is kind of cut rate. Um, so instead of completely, you know, working against it and rubbing our, uh, you know, banking our heads up against the, um, the proverbial wall about what's going to, what's going to happen, we should be, you know, enacting laws and legislatures to, to protect, um, people's, people's, um, I guess their intellectual properties, because it's one thing for me and Kevin to, you know, look at the great masters like, you know, you know, whether it's comic book art, uh, classical art or whatever, and then get inspiration from that and then use that in our own art and then trans transform it. AI really doesn't have that ability. All they're doing is taking the raw images and and changing that and making uh, something that's derivative and almost almost an exact copy at some point. So, so uh, the reason why this is coming up is because um, uh, we're going to be talking about this later. Is uh, Pal World is being charged with plagiarism uh, due to AI stuff, whether it's AI sounds, because uh, AI AI is I mean sound effects created by AI, uh, dialogue created by AI, like it's not just art, 
like AI is 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 going to be prevalent in in multiple different uh, app, multiple different applications. So this is not the beginning, and it sure as hell is not going to be the end. Um, but again, it really comes down to how is this being utilized, who is utilizing it, and who is being, and how do we protect the people that are being hurt by it? Um, and you're basically seeing one of the worst, not only worst cases, but you're seeing a case of it now with Pal World, given you know what it looks like. I mean, it's obvious. You can look at it and obviously see that that looks like a Pikachu or that looks like a Rangchu or Raichu or whatever. You know, it, you can look at it and see that it's that it is definitely, you know, it's not a copy and paste. But then you this whole argument of is it is it uh, homage? Is it like what what is it like? What are they doing? And they can you know say what they want about it, but but at the end of the day. You know, it looks too much like Pikachu or it looks too much like this other creation. Who's going to get paid for that? Who's going to get hurt from that? You know, and and is it OK? Should it be OK? Should it not be OK? These are all things that people are going to have to going to have to struggle with as we get a much firmer grip on AI and and how it's going to be implemented. Um, so I don't know. I I I, I don't. I'm not a lawyer. I don't do copyright infringement. I don't do intellectual copyright infringement. I don't know anything about that stuff. What I do know is that people like it. People will use it um, because people are strapped for time. People have money, and people want to. People want to have their ideas done, and and they're going to go through anything that they can, or or the sorry, the least they're going to take the. Um, the, the the least amount of resistance and, and and cost in order to get what they want and that's what you're going to see so uh that's just a long way of saying i want to open it up to the two of you we'll start with kevin and say what are your thoughts about gaming and ai is it good is it bad are you indifferent you know what are your overall thoughts okay so here's the thing that i don't understand You've got Nintendo who will send their attorneys after what can arguably be called uh, gaming preservation sites to shut down their their, uh, ROM uh, websites for games that have long been out of print. You can't buy them unless you're willing to put up to mortgage your house. they are I mean those those attorneys are ready to go. But when you have an example that is literally they just took the Pokedex, ran it through AI generator, and probably had maybe a team of five to ten uh graphics artists, maybe change a hue, change a color. Uh, add horns where there were no horns or put horns when there uh, where there were no horns on these AI generated Pokemon and Nintendo so far has been silent. It's like y'all should be y'all your legal team should be on deck forming Voltron right now getting the legal blazing sword out to cut these folk cut the legs out these folks and I'm not hearing it. That puzzles me. That puzzles the hell out of me. Now, maybe 
they're they're laying back in the cut, observing how things go on, and then the, then they're then then drop you know, they're they're getting ready to drop Godzilla in the midst of it and uh, atomic breath everything. But as of right now, as far as I know, they have been completely silent. Now, as far as AI and gaming, my own personal opinion is that. Pal, wor- Pal world is plagiarism. They should they should have called it plagiarism world. <laughs> that, that's what they're doing. And as someone who knows next to nothing about Pokemon, I know a Pikachu when I see it. I know a Charizard when I see it. I've seen those two Pokemon particularly during the course of the marketing videos that this game has shown over time. I've seen both those characters in this game. And this is coming from somebody who knows nothing at all about Pokemon. Um, if you're going to use AI to maybe create uh, voice or, or conversation routines, I can see that. If you're going to use AI to maybe randomly generate, you know, shopkeeps, random people walking down the street. You know, if you're trying to recreate a market and you want everybody to look a little bit different and not have everybody look like, you know, multiple twins, you know, <laughs> in in a, yeah. in a in a scene where there's a lot of people present, I think AI is great. Uh, like I use AI in my little side business. Um, like for an example, I'm getting ready to post some what you would call uh, child's party favors mm-hmm. for kids parties. Now, I don't I don't have, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, when I do the picture, I'm going to learn how I'm going to uh, start messing with, I think they call it Dolly. And I'm going to say I'm, I've got a picture of the product and I need you to, to make this look like it's at a child's party. So, you know, streamers, balloons, all that stuff. And that all is going to be AI generated. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I've got a pit, the physical, I've got the actual product here and I'm going to be taking, and I'm going to be using that to using AI to create a scene where this, this product is going to be used, but I'm not asking AI to put the whole thing together. You know, I'm not, I'm not taking something, uh, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to create a new comic book, but I want to base my character off Batman, so I'm going to take all these images of Batman and run it through an AI generator and give me, all right, AI, give me, give me the best of this DC artist Batman and that DC artist Batman, and then I'm going to, I'm going to maybe change a glove, change a boot shape, change a costume shade of color. And then I, I'm 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 gonna call him I'm gonna call him the Flying Rodent Man, and, and, yeah. and here's my here's my comic book. Pay me some money. That's not right. That's not right. And I think there's differences in homage. There's differences in, in intent in, in intent, and then there's straight up plagiarism. And I'm sorry, that's what Pal World is. And um, I'm just waiting for Nintendo just to speak up on this. Um, I don't know if Nintendo is. 
you know, because maybe maybe the companies will maybe they just don't want to fight the company that's doing it, too, you know, and maybe they don't have a leg to stand on because the, the people will say, well, it's not the same. It's this is different. You know, this is this is, you know, this this might look like it, but but it's not. You know, it's it's close, but it's not. You know, they, they might they might have the whole thing about like, you know, it's all is is all uh what is it? It's all, you know, lemon lime soda mountain dew. No. You know, so <laughs> so people seriously, like lawyers get paid to do that stuff. And that's why I'm thinking that it's not gonna go anywhere. You know, and and you know, because if if it was if, if, see, because straight up, if I was Nintendo right now, and these and these you know folks done sold like two two million dollars and had all this other people in like forty eight hours, oh yes, get Johnny Cochran, get all these people up on the phone because they's cut into my in, in, into my money. So I think if Nintendo was gonna do something, they would be doing it like now. Like I, I'm. They, they got to do something because if, if they're going to like really be like pressed about this, they got to get on the roll. They got, they got to get on the ball because the longer they let it go, the harder it's going to be to stop them. Especially given how many people, how much people have, have already bought into it. So. And but. that's, that's the part I don't, I don't even understand. It's like, man, y'all went up, went after so many of these websites. Mm-hmm that were actually trying to preserve your classic games that weren't on, you know, the, the, the Nintendo shop or maybe were and were taken down and, you know, and, and yeah, you can say, well, they didn't get permission and yeah, you can, I, I get all that. I understand all that, but they were doing it because of, they had a love for the game. They wanted to keep it alive for future generations to, of gamers to enjoy. Mm-hmm. And Nintendo put the kibosh on that. And here you have something that in my mind is just so cut and dry. Very. It's like, man, get Volt, get the legal team out there. Give me that legal blaze and sword and cut these fools in half. Yeah. Because I, I, they have just stolen your shit. In I'm, front I'm, of you. Yeah, literally in front of you. Like, I, I swear to God, I'm looking at things and I'm like, that is straight up Meowth from from uh, another game and i'm from from like pokemon or that's straight up you know a charizard I, i'm just surprised that they didn't got they don't have like digimons up in here and stuff like you know they if they steal it the thing is if they gonna steal your shit they're gonna steal other people's shit too so it's like come on that's you know, that's that's future dlc for future season ooh, <laughs> see, mm-hmm. i mean you're right and that's what's sad about it you are right 100 percent correct but but yeah. So Joe, what are your thoughts, my friend? Um, I'm kind of you know I just it, there's a fine line in this whole equation, and mm-hmm. right now Pal World is kind of riding that line and is over the line. Uh, there was another little controversy too because I know Square Enix said that they're going to use AI in their titles moving forward and looking at the ways that they could use AI efficiently in game, game development, which everyone kind of threw an eyebrow out. Um, yeah, because they use the word efficiently. So what does efficiently mean? Yeah, like <laughs> I know for uh, one game I'm going to talk about in the news, Foam Stars, which is coming out next month, um, they used AI, but they only used AI in the game to develop um, like album covers for the songs in the game. And so 
uh, based on that fact, they fed, you know, the AI, uh, the parameters of what they wanted to create and they created album covers. So to me, it's like, I wish in a way that they would have took the time to create album covers for each of the song titles in the game personally, you know, versus, you know, having AI do it. But as long as someone's looking over what the AI is doing and curating that and be able to take a look as far as what's being created by AI and if it passes the sniff test, maybe they go in and look at what the AI, AI generated for those album covers and maybe go in and, and do a pass real quick, you know, maybe change up a few things, you know, here, there, whatever, as far as the art is concerned. I have no problem with that. You know, I have no problem with the AI being used for something that isn't part of game development, but or when something it, to enhance maybe correct. Or like to, as, as another tool for a game creator to be able to use to say, okay, I don't want to sit here and create, album covers for each of the songs in the game and normally you don't really have that kind of of like artwork you know unless someone's really dedicated to be able to do that and they use ai to do that instead so which in in the parameters of game development i have no problem with them using ai to generate as long as they they're curating the ai art and be able to look at the ai art and knowing what they're doing it's not affecting any sort of gameplay or character uh, generation as far as the characters in the game or whatnot it just has to do with album covers you know so yeah. so and you know there's always going to be a fine line uh between what someone would consider as being derivative versus an outright copy you know just the old street fighter um fighter's history you know, uh, equation from back yep. in the 90s because it's been uh, there you know, people said, okay, Street Fighter created a new genre, you know, and, and then, you know, Fighter's History came in and um, Capcom got like, hey, what are you doing with this character? You know, what are you doing with these characters? Yeah, the guy I'll rip off. Yeah, the Ken Ryu you rip off with like Ray and whatnot, you know, and so. Yeah, but the people, but the thing about that is people are saying, well, well, there was actually Bob in the art department made that. You know, instead of and and it took time. Now it's like everyone and their mama is doing it. And I think that's I think people are scared of the proliferation of yeah, how fast sure. it's happening. And it's going to be up to the curators of said storefront Steam, Nintendo, PlayStation and Xbox to kind of make sure the weed does stuff out. Problem is this, that a lot of these storefronts are already overwhelmed with like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, shovelware. Yep. You know, you're like, you know, calculators on the Nintendo eShop. You're like, uh, uh, like 30 different bundles with all these crappy eShop games where they're all entitled with the uh, letter A because they want to keep it on top of the eShop for visibility. And so it's just. Yeah. So there's some scandalous ass people out there. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure, you know, you're going to see, like, you, I, I don't know if you guys caught it, but there was, like, this, like, kind of um, game on the Nintendo eShop that literally looked like a carbon copy, at least the artwork, at least, as far as the cover art of the game uh, of The Last of Us. It was, like, some really just janky, like, mm. if a fourth grader made the damn game on the eShop, they eventually pulled it after Digital Foundry and a few other people t- took a look at it but you know it's just uh to me power world's kind of crazy because you got something in that wheelhouse and it's you know sold millions of copies now and it's like you know and it's, it's crazy fun it's crazy fun but at the same time it's like mm, i don't know i don't know you know 
So it's, you know, we're kind of in a new territory with that game as far as it blowing up the way that it did. But even in the past, I mean, like looking at Genshin Impact, I, I first thing I looked at Genshin Impact, this is a Chinese Breath of the Wild knockoff. And it's like, okay, uh, yeah. look how, how crazy Genshin is. And Genshin has a, a fervent fan base. In, in huge the following. Yeah, huge following. You know, millions of people have played the game now. So I kind of consider Power World in the same kind of wheelhouse as uh, Genshin. And I just see it that, you know, I'm not sure if Nintendo would, would think about suing over Genshin Impact, you know, uh, with Mihoho, and uh, be able to say, okay, this is too derivative of Breath of the Wild because one, that's a Chinese company, and you're going to sue a Chinese company. What are they going to do? You're going to take them to Chinese court? Hell, the hell's no. That's what I mean. It's like <laughs> they got a lot of money. Yeah, they got a lot of money. Yeah, so, so. it's a crazy thing, you know, and that's specifically because it's 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 we wanted to bring it up because i know this is not going to be the last conversation about it and we would we would love to hear your thoughts about it and um because this is something that is just going to proliferate more and more and more uh, because what we're talking about now is just um art assets but we haven't even talked about you know actual ai developing games you know, and 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 that stuff that's happening. So it's a much larger um, conversation that 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 needs to be ha- that needs to be had by by people who are who are in charge and people who who play these games. And and I think it's good for us as consumers to to know what we're buying and and what we're supplying and you know what's what's happening. You know, and I cannot wait to hear your all thoughts about it, because I know some of you were very, very vocal and very um, outspoken. And so I cannot wait to continue this conversation. But before we move on to uh, our next segment, I wanted to talk to you guys and say, is there anything else that you would like to say about this? Because I do know that once we once we start talking about it again, it's going to and the the community chimes in. We're going to have a lot more uh thoughts and information that we didn't even think about you know that's going to be brought up so i just wanted to before we moved on i wanted to ask if there was anything else that you all wanted to say no i'm good uh i think i'll just say this i think part of the reason why ai is is also becoming an issue in gaming is because the tools of development have become so ridiculously expensive yep i mean it shouldn't it shouldn't cost $300 $300 million to develop a AAA game. Yeah. Now they're saying that Grand, uh, your Grand Theft Auto uh, 6 may be knocking on a billion dollars in development costs. That's bananas to me. Um, the This is, and, and people expect games to stay at, to st- you know, to stay at 70 bucks. The, the tools of development my I thought the tools were supposed to streamline things and make it so instead of a, needing a team of a thousand, maybe you only need four hundred, maybe you only need five hundred, maybe you only for a double A game, maybe you only need thirty. I thought that was the purpose of tools, but it seems like with new with every new Unreal Engine that's developed or every new Frostbite or Whatever, whatever engine comes out, 
the costs just just skyrocket. And I think that's where the focus maybe needs to be. Y'all need to figure out a way to cut the costs of these development tools. Because mm. this, this is getting this is getting ridiculous. I mean, it's one thing if you it and I don't know, is it the tools? Is it paying, you know, uh who's that dude that does the voice for everything? Um Nathan North or whatever. Nathan, yeah, you know, yeah. Is it paying his 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 uh cost to do voices for your games? Is it is it getting Hollywood actors to do voiceovers. I don't think so because not every game that's AAA has a you know blockbuster actor or actress behind it. I think it's the co- I think it's the, these development tools. Yeah. So if there's a way to utilize AI into streamlining some of that stuff, so it can bring the cost down, so that these companies can be profitable. So that we get a high quality product, the same, you know, the same type of quality products that we're used to when we're talking AAA content, AA content, then that's great. But when we're when we're using AI to cut corners to plagiarize, that's the thing that that's the problem. Yeah, agreed, one hundred percent. So I think that was a really good conversation. Again, I cannot wait to hear what our community has to say. If you want to be a part of our community and you and you want to chime in on this conversation, uh, Kevin will let you know how to do that um, at the end of the show because we really would love to hear your thoughts. But you know what follows, Des? It's the Jabroni Game and News. All right, thanks, Des. You're uh, welcome. Go sir. ahead, and we'll first talk about the controversy with Pal World. So, like we were talking about in the main event uh, question uh, on there in the segment, um, as far as what's going on, Pal World is embroiled in AI and Pokemon plagiarism controversy. So, there's been a lot of social media posts uh, from users highlighting character design similarities between some of the pals and the regular Pokemon. And also that uh, the particular developer Pocket Pair, uh, their generative AI history on here. And so they've basically, they've gone through uh, the developer's um, prior history. And they even created an AI game, actually. It was an AI four-player like uh, game on Steam that they had available for uh, Pocket Pair. And it had the had AI generated like a kind of art and it was like a kind of a party game if needed on there. So, and so there's a lot of like, if you go in and take a look, uh, similarities between um, the pals and the actual Pokemon. And in fact, they found like tweets from the uh, CEO of pocket pair talking about, saying that AI has evolved so much that you can no longer tell uh, which one was created by a human from Game Freak and which one was actually created by AI. So (laughs) they look very similar, you know, so they've kind of been exploring that space. Isn't that kind of admitting you jocking the original original content? It's a lie. These are like tweets from like back in 2021, you know, so. Oh, he knew what he was doing. Yeah. Okay. He knew what he was doing. Yeah, he knew what he was doing. The the name of the game that they created on Steam 
is AI AI art imposter. So oh, so God. this is a real time image generation game. So Oof. this is a pocket pair published game on Steam that they uh, created. Bunch of so. thieves. Bunch Ugh. of thieves. <laughs> Bunch of thieves. I didn't realize it was that bad. Wow. Yeah, it was that bad. Yeah, they they have a published game called AI Art Imposter. So you know so. Yikes. Um. Form blazing sword on these fools. Uh, according to a blog post uh, from the CEO <laughs> of pa- of of the developers of Pal World on here from Pocket Pair, uh, he stated that in a blog post that one employee created all 100 character concepts uh, by a single graduate student. She was a new graduate and had applied to nearly 100 companies but failed them all. Now she's drawing most of the characters in Pal World. So I don't know how she's drawing all 100 pals, but yeah. Um, but uh, they also talked about uh, Pocket Pair's previous game, Craftopia, which was built That's mostly using off-the-shelf assets and how it started work on Pal World. The company had no animation staff. So truly a miracle that Pal World was born, that it was completed, and that it turned out to be such a fun game on here. So, so yeah, uh, it seems like this game is kind of held together with twine, uh, you know, duct tape, uh, some rubber bands, and whatnot. And uh. good old-fashioned theft. Uh, yeah, that's running uh, out of uh, Unreal. So yeah, so it's just uh, yeah. Uh, there's even you know if you go back and look at uh, Pocket Pair's historic relationship with generative AI tools, it, one of its artists noted on X that one of its previous titles, AI Art Imposter, was a game that literally uses an AI image generator as its core mechanic. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we'll have to see what the discussion is, but yeah, this is Damn. definitely a, a hot topic if need be. You know, wow. grand the game is fun, but you know, I don't know yeah. if I would, I would not pay twenty six ninety nine for the game. I could tell no. you, that time, so not at all. That yeah. is the one time again, like I said before, is the one time that I am happy that it is on, it is on Game Pass. <laughs> Wow. Well, you know, the, unfortunately, uh, because Xbox's uh, certification program, Microsoft certification program, is uh, a little bit more um, time-consuming than oh. on Steam. Right now, there is a big difference between the PAL World version that we are playing on Xbox versus the version on Steam. So, uh, right now, as it stands, uh, what's going on with the uh, versions is that there is definitely something to where there's no dedicated servers on xbox so right now multiplayer is limited to two to four players while steam you're able to uh, get 32 players within the same world on there so so it's you know there's only enough potato for you and me so yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's nice and all but no (laughs) my my thing would explode (laughs) Yeah, but there are other differences, and so like in the PC version, you're able to name your your actual avatar, your character. Right now in the Xbox version, you cannot. Um, In Pal World on the PC, you're able to name your individual pals. Right now, you cannot do that on the Xbox version. No. The Xbox version is a prior build. 
on there so it's like not even the most up-to-date build there's actually other xbox game pass titles on pc that also have this issue that a lot of them have like basically like old builds or missing features from the versions that are on steam and in other marketplaces so not surprised yeah so it's like um there was one thread on resetera talking about that game pass on pc isn't a quote-unquote rough spot and it's not improving on there so you know uh, so that's why i mentioned when in our playlist as far as i might wait to when that patch reaches certification first before checking this out because i would like to name my character before actually creating and starting my own character and working on my own base if need be oh yeah like again this is just uh, open i'm just playing this just to see what it's about and stuff like that like i i totally yeah. have no no qualms and you know not having or not dealing with it for or, or starting over again i mean that's yeah, the thing, i mean but, once i have once i have access to playstation and a choice between playing grand blue fantasy relink and oh, uh, pal world you oh, know it's like 100 you know i'm gonna like that's that's the game i'm i'm going to be playing when i when i'm you know back from you know my my imposed deck i mean vacation so yeah yeah, right now, uh, Pocket Pair is saying that uh, the studio is trying to get a patch through the Microsoft certification process, and some of these things will take extra time. They're desperately trying to speed this up, quote unquote, <laughs> and that the um, that both the um, Steam and Xbox versions will never be concurrent with each other because of the fact that um, it's a fact that it just takes longer to push things through Xbox certification versus uh, certification process on steam on here so and so and there's no feature parity unfortunately between either version on here so so uh, one some of the things that are missing is the exit game button is not on the <laughs> xbox version yeah you have um, to go back right up to the to the uh beginning so yeah and uh, they also stated that um in the PC version, you're able to craft three arrows versus one sequence on there. The crafting is faster. Um, you are able to use technology points to unlock statues of power. Uh, you're able to, obviously, there's some sound effects that are missing from the Xbox version. Oh, yeah, and I guess, and and sometimes the sound effect just continues on when you've left. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, last night I was playing, and we're in a dungeon, and the <laughs> boss music Continued to play for 30 minutes until I had to log out because I couldn't yep. endure the the um, boss theme anymore. So that was hilarious. Um, I was like, it did happen to me. I, 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 I have a I have a male character in this game. Uh, my avatar is male, but it seems like when they uh, fall or um, climb a, a rock, they have a female voice for. Yeah, some the the voices are not really synced well with yeah. your character, so they don't. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a very like that's what's so weird about it. It's like this game, like Joe was right, duct tape, duct tape, and hopes and dreams and plagiarism. You know, like yeah. you said, you <laughs> held know? together by twine. Yeah, and I'm yeah. just like, wow. I I can't help but wonder if part of the reason that certification is taking so long is that 
Xbox legal team is maybe calling Nintendo and say, hey, when y'all drop the bomb, we ain't going to get caught up in this, are we? I mean, that would like, be hilarious. We're just like putting this stuff up. up on the store. You know, we're just, you know, we're just, we, you know, filling out a spot <laughs> on the Game Pass. We're not going to, we, we're not going to get <laughs> caught up in this, 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 this bomb y'all drop. lawsuit, right? Yeah, we 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 good, right? We just spent seventy billion. We don't. We ain't trying to spend more right now. Yep. Uh, we good. We, we good. good. Okay. Okay. Well, the, the game okay. is a, a sterling success because four million pal tamers have arrived. This game has sold four million copies on Steam at twenty six ninety nine. It's crazy. That is so crazy to me. That is yeah. so crazy to me. So in wow. about three days, it has sold 4 million copies. Right now, the game also achieved the highest concurrent player count of any paid game in history on Steam on here. So Jeez, it surpassed please. Cyberpunk's number, which was 1,054,000 players yeah. on there. Uh, so they had uh, 1,291,000 1, players on Steam playing the game at the same time on here. So it's the five... Fifth highest concurrent player count of all time on Steam, right behind uh, PUBG, Counter Strike, Lost Ark, and Dota 2, and all of those are free to play titles. So I'm telling you, man, I hope Nintendo takes their dreams. I hope they can't even dream about something without having to pay Nintendo some money. This is just—it's crazy. This is just, you know. This is like this is like somebody like literally walking into your house, taking your TV, flipping you the bird on the way out, and saying, "There's not a damn thing you can do about it." My TV now. Yeah, it's mine. <laughs> mm. Well, there is other Xbox news to talk about, so let's go and talk about. There was an Xbox developer direct, and so we're not going to talk about everything about. That was shown. There was like a uh, kind of civilization type game, which uh, uh, we will all not talk about because we all will not be playing that. But there are some games we might be checking out from that. So first one is Senua's Saga Hellblade 2. Um, they did have a nice trailer for that. Um, they stated that the game, like we talked about earlier, is going to be digital only. It's going to cost fifty dollars just just in case if uh, you happen to want to buy it outside of Game Pass on here um it is going to be a quote-unquote a game crafted from the heart it's similar in length to the first hellblade so the first hellblade was around seven hours i believe with a focused narrative and and it's being sold digital only like we stated at 49.99 on here so and uh, i don't know what you guys feel about what you saw but uh, i didn't happen to watch this trailer yet so kevin do you have any up feelings about uh, I, now I now believe it's an actual game because they actually did show some combat. Oh, that's good. So I'm I'm happy that it's an actual game. Extremely disappointed that this is digital only. I mean, I could have seen this could have been something really neat. Like maybe you could maybe throw in come come up with like a complete edition where I get the first game. The second game, you know, some steel books, some some runes or something thrown into this for a nice little, you know, for a nice little price and have this be presented as a as a premium physical, you know, product. The fact that this is that this is digital only just just 
is sad. It's terrible. It well, is sad to me. Uh, it, the writing was on the wall. I would have bought Hi-Fi Rush if they offered a physical uh, last year on that. And it's kind of funny. The rumors now it's coming out for Switch and PlayStation, and they'll probably release physicals on those platforms. So yeah. it's kind of crazy to think that, you know, especially for Switch, if they're going to release Hi-Fi Rush, it's going to have to be physical on the Switch. And so give me an opportunity to be able to buy a physical version if I wanted to. But, you know, there's a number of Xbox fans very concerned about the lack of, of physical media. And they're being very vocal about it. But I think it's going on deaf ears, unfortunately. Uh, John Lundeman from Digital Foundry has a nice uh, X thread. talking. Uh, he's taking a picture of his... Uh, uh, storefront he lives in germany as far as the xbox section and he asked for other uh, people on x to be able to contribute pictures of uh their said xbox retail presence and whatnot and especially in the u.s it just uh, a lot of the xbox sections have gone very small or non-existent uh, with a lot of them just filled with peripherals versus actual physical discs if need be so mm-hmm so I kind of remember when box PC games went away, and this is kind of just kind of the same thing. You know, Alan Week 2 is digital only, you know. Um, other I games. didn't know that. I didn't yep. know that. I thought yeah, Alan but, Week 2 was phys- had a physical. No, no physical for Alan Week 2 at all. Um, Baldur's Gate right now doesn't have a physical. The only physical available is uh, in Japan, and then Larian did announce they're going to release a physical through their store, which I had happened to pre-order, so you know so there's there's kind of a precedent right now especially on the xbox side uh limited run recently announced a couple of games like rocket Knight adventures collection and a felix the cat collection and a lot of people were asking for xbox version and the, right now the xbox version for them to be able to print an xbox version of the game they have to print at least ten thousand copies they don't have the ability to be able to make an order for less than ten thousand so so it's kind of nuts so mm. All right, other than the games that were shown, Indiana Jones and the Great Circle. So this is Machine Games uh, through Bethesda, you know, the Wolfenstein developers. So I happen to watch the trailer for this. I think it looks pretty damn cool. I know some people on Twitter were kind of complaining, uh, saying that they all they need to do is take Uncharted 4 and copy <laughs> and paste Indiana Jones yeah. into that. But They didn't want know, to do that. I know they didn't want to do that. They didn't let them develop their own game, you know, so... Some people were complaining about it being in first person, but machine games, that's their forte. That's 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 their that's their pleasure. You know, that's how they how they make games. And yeah. so um I like from what I saw of uh, Indiana Jones and uh, Great, Great Circle. I'm not a big Indiana Jones fan, but it might be something I'll play just to play, just to say I experienced it. Um obviously um Harrison's Ford is not voicing the um, indie. It's going to be voiced by Troy Baker, a noted video game voice actor. So you're probably very familiar with Troy Baker. But, uh, yeah, he'll be supplying the voice for Indiana Jones. So any opinions of this Indiana Jones game, guys? Um, I want to see a little bit more about it. I mean, it looks cool, um, to say the least. Um, I do wish that it was third person. But, again, uh, that's just a preference for me. So, I mean... Because it's not, it's not going to spoil my enjoyment. Um, I do want to see this a little bit more about it, but I most likely will will probably pick it up on a sale. Again, I I'm I'm an Indiana Jones person. I like Indiana Jones, but you can you can play it on your potatoes, sir. So I, I hate you so much. 
It is mm-hmm. on Game Pass. It's on. Xbox I know. That's what I'm saying. So, so I might and Game Pass. So, so I might get it to play it. You know, we'll see how the potato runs it. You know, got it. Oh. Yeah, I'm. It looks it looks good. I am not a fan of this first person combat thing. I because so few so few games can do melee combat first person well. Exactly. And. I'm not con- I have from what I saw, I'm not necessarily convinced that uh, this group has done it well. I, I, I'm just not. I, that whip animations of that whip look really janky. Hit boxes look kind of off. Um, I'm very sus on on this and plus this whole switching into third person as you're climbing. And then if you use the whip going back to first person and then you have to, you know, jump a crevasse or something, switching you back to third, that's really that. Yeah. That's, you know, jumping in and out of perspectives is, is not, is, is not good. I was hoping, this is what I was hoping for. And I can't remember the name of the game, but there was an Indiana Jones games on the on the original Xbox. I can't remember the name of it. I had it. I don't have it anymore. But that was a third person action beat 'em up RPG. Well, it didn't really have RPG elements. You solved puzzles, environmental puzzles, did stuff like that. That game was a blast and a half to play. That that was that was an excellent game, and I was hoping to see that style be revisited. And I guess they don't. Well, you know, there's Uncharted, and we don't want to be accused of. Well, that game was out before Uncharted, so in a way, you're. So was Laura Croft. So. Yeah, so was Laura Croft. So I mean, it's it's like in a way. I don't know. I would have preferred this game definitely be in third person. You know, maybe I'll I'll purchase a month of Game Pass when this game drops. I don't know. Yeah, there's no depends release date what, right now, so. Yeah, it depends on what when it when it comes out and what I'm when I'm playing in that in that time, but Yeah. Uh the game you were thinking about was Indiana Jones and the Emperor's Tomb, so. Yeah. Yeah. That game was at very good. Very good. I played through that like two or three times. Now, they also showed in the uh, Xbox developer direct avowed from developer Obsidian. So this is uh, basically kind of a uh, RPG. It's based kind of similar to Skyrim, but you know, obviously Obsidian has their own particular formula and flavor on here. It's actually set in the same universe as Pillars of Eternity, which is a, a game series that Desmond has played previously. Mm-hmm. So on here uh look very I, I love the key art the key art is badass so if you happen to not check out the key art for this game go ahead and do so because the graphic art design on it is top class on here that's it, it would be a, a crime if they don't release a physical of that art at least i don't know if it looked good in that green case but <laughs> we'll have to see mm. on there but uh, they did show off the combat uh, people, players can mix their weapons for a wider range of attacks you could freeze your enemies and then use a sword to shatter them uh, you could even use like guns or magic wands you could even do, do a dual wand 
setup on there. So uh, what do you think of what you saw, Des? Um, I think it looked great. But again, I have to agree with Kev. The first person <clears throat> sword dueling and combat stuff, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know. Um, I am going to definitely play it. Potato or not, I'm going to be playing it uh, because this is like this is honestly one of the games that I, you know, one of the reasons why I bought I bought my um, my Xbox is because I want to play this game. So it is my hope of hopes that it will, you know, you know, be be fire on the um, on the S and look good. And I, I I'm excited for it. I I'm excited for it. It is a day one play for me. Um, so, yeah, I. I I'm here for it. I thought it looked great. The um the dual wands looked looked so hilarious and it looked fun. Um I think I already know the story is going to be great because they are masters of their craft when it comes to storytelling. So I am I it, it just can't get here soon enough. So yeah, they're, that was they're definitely me. making up for yeah. uh, grounded, it looks like. You know, oh, I think I think honestly believe you know and i could be wrong but i honestly believe that grounded was one of those things where they were like hey we gotta get something out let's do this you know yeah you know but this is this is their passion project and you can honestly see at least i mean in my opinion i could see it you know when i felt like i could see it when they were when they were talking about the the game and everything so so i i will i will forever stand you know that company so let's I hope it's. I just hope it's good. I just really hope it's good. <laughs> yeah. A uh, game that made a surprise appearance at the Xbox Developer Direct was Square Enix and their Visions of Mana. So yeah, uh, there's about, about 12, 13 minutes of a trailer, including some regions from the series producer and the series creator on there, and uh, I am all there. It looked great to me. This is uh, the first mana game that actually is being released on xbox you know it's kind of a telltale thing i don't know why they like do this with playstation or another platform holder like nintendo if need be but it's going to be out for playstation 5 force xbox series uh, x and s and pc probably also on (laughs) switch 2 once that finally gets announced as well and it'll be on pc via steam and also microsoft store I like what I saw from this game. It kind of gave me some Dragon Quest XI vibes a little bit, but with an action RPG element, and it was very mana from what I saw. So, so you know, uh, count me there day one. I'll probably be buying it and playing it on PlayStation because that's where I have my other mana games at, if need be. But I'm seriously thinking with the focus of it being on the developer direct that it probably will. They did not, did not say it's coming to Xbox Game Pass, but I'll uh, see you be surprised. I'd be, be surprised. It, I'd be yeah. surprised if it did. Honestly, this is. I think they were just. I think he, you know, Phil, you know, Saint Phil threw out some money and was like, "Hey, you know, can we announce this?" And they're like, "Sure," you know, try to get some eyes on it. Um. And so, but no, I don't think it's gonna. I honestly do not think that it's going to be, uh, on Game Pass. I would be. I would be shocked if it was. So yes, I'll be playing it on um, my PlayStation as well. Yeah. I know, Kevin, you looked at this and you were kind of ha- interested in it, right? Yeah, this is probably my my game of the show. Um, wow. I want to say I heard um, a, a YouTuber talking about this, saying that that there was some type of, uh, uh, I don't know if it was announcement that it wasn't coming to Game Pass or something, but if it's not coming to Game Pass... No, it's not. It's I'm not. Se- it's not? Okay, no. I'm seeing this as a test. Y'all say you want Square Enix games. Y'all say you want Final Fantasy. 
prove it. Buy yeah. it. Put your money where your mouth is. Start spending money on this game. We're not Uncle Phil obviously didn't pay them what they thought this game was worth. That's why it's not on Game Pass. So Xbox gamers, put your money where your mouth is. Buy the game. Pretty much. I, I, I agree. You want I Final Fantasy Remake? You want Final Fantasy Re uh 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 Rebirth? Prove it. Yeah. All right, and a couple last bits of news uh, from the PlayStation side. Um, Square Enix's Foam Stars, as I referenced earlier in the show, is coming to PlayStation platforms. It'll be part of PlayStation Plus in February. It's one of the essential games of the month, so uh, probably going to be a miss for both of you guys. I might check it out uh, just just to say I checked it out on oh, there. Oh, we played it. Yeah, we played it at uh, PAX, so I enjoyed what I played at PAX. I'm just kind of curious more to get into the actual gameplay per se you know so and the meat of it yeah the meat of it i don't know if there's any meat it's all bubbles so. uh, that's funny wow and uh, also dragon's dogma 2 will be welcoming to n- newcomers because the director stated players won't need to know what happened because your character will have amnesia at the beginning of the game and all the past events will be explained to them at the beginning of the game so i'd love <laughs> smart <laughs> <laughs> the fact that, yeah, he just straight up said, yeah, um, this is Don't going to uh, Hideki Atsuno. He said the game starts out, but the main character has lost their memory. So the game will have characters around you explaining things to get you up to speed. So this is first time playing Dragon Dog- Dragon's Dogma 2. Uh, you can safely loop. dive in on there. So they're they're making it friendly for everyone. So, That's you know, funny. for all us poor sap ass people that played little to none of that game. That's, to be I'm fair, That's to, to be fair, I played through the first game twice, and I don't remember anything about this. <laughs> no one does. It's fine. <laughs> I don't think anyone does. God's honest. I know, what, I know a dragon took your heart and ate it, and some kind of way create some psychic. That's all I know. That yeah. is all I. That's all I know. So you know, be, be be rest assured if you have not played Dragon's Dogma, Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen, that you know you you're able to start the game fresh. And so I'm I'm wiping my brow now because I think I had to have to complete the first game to understand what's happening in two. Yeah. But no, this, this is the one. Plus, there's tons of lore. Just look at it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'll be checking it out. I know there's that series on Netflix, too. I haven't really had a chance to even check that out. Too, oh, wow. So. I forgot about that. Yeah, it was an animated series on Netflix, and I, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's still up, but who knows? Well, you forgot about that. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. That is the Jabroni Gaming News for this episode. Thank you. Woohoo! All right, so that's going to bring us to Game Night. Game Night takes place... 6.30 p.m. Pacific, 9.30 Eastern, every Thursday evening. That's the time we set aside to interact with our growing gaming community that we have over on Discord. So if you like what we're doing here, you're going to love what's going on there. Uh, it's a great discussion, uh, daily news posts, uh, people talking about their gaming accomplishments, gaming acquisitions, uh, something that that maybe they saw in the in the industry that they like or dislike, all points of view expressed uh, with uh, out the personal insult. So if you're tired of the nonsense, then I'd highly encourage you to join us over on our Discord server. 
So how do you join us? Well, you head on over to Twitter, the app formerly known or, or X, the app formerly known as Twitter. Yep. Uh, and go to at Gaming Vessels, G-A-M-I-N-G-V-E-S-S-E-L-S. Click the link and you're in. So you don't have to worry about any Patreon tier list to pay for or any waiting period until you can join. You just click the link and you're involved so you can get into the conversations going on there. So that's going to bring episode 235 to a close. I want to thank you for rocking out with us. So for Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror, a.k.a. the High Res Lover. That's me. A.K.A. the Cat Daddy, A.K.A. that Gamer Step Daddy, and for Trader Joe, Trader Joe, A.K.A. Jabroni Chief. Yeah, yeah. But you might also know him as the Food Max of Gaming, who can maximize your gaming dollar. I am showing up seventy one, A.K.A. Digadulamite. That purple bling bling, y'all can't forget it. And we'll be back next time, episode two thirty six for your ears. Peace.